0: These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So, let's dive in. This episode is a replay of an interview we did for the Evergreen Launch Experience, and it really acts as a part two of an interview I did a couple months back with Callan Faulkner. And on that initial interview, which if you haven't listened to it, I would strongly recommend listening to that after this particular interview. But that was the start of a conversation around what it was like to start scaling her done-for-you slash one-to-one offering. And some things that she really shifted in order to start to scale her offer and help more people. And so that gives some more context about the journey she's been on to reach this first 100K month with this offer. And she talks more about. More of the things that she's implemented in working with me to really streamline her service without sacrificing the quality of her offer. And I really just want to offer that this is a reminder that growing and scaling your programs, products, and services, it's an iterative process. And it's not going to be sort of this overnight thing where you nail it right out of the gate. And also, the more that you learn about your clients and what they need and start to implement those things and then you learn more, it's really just an evolution. I don't think this process ever... Ever stops. I think about even Amy Porterfield. She's been selling the same things for over a decade. I think up to like maybe 15 years, even. And yes, she's been so consistent in the type of offerings she brings to the market. But if you look and listen to the things she's really shifted within the delivery of her products, you know, she's constantly transforming that experience, little shifts here and there to really. Uh, Make sure that it is what people are wanting and also it's bringing them results. And so I just want to offer that again, when you think about really scaling your impact and your income just know that it's not sort of this one-stop destination and Callan is such a good example of this and she's been on the journey of really starting to streamline this and look at the data and pay attention to uh, what's working what's not working and giving herself permission to adjust tweak and move towards more of that ideal state for both her and her clients. So I'm excited for you to listen to this. You'll hear about some of the shifts she's made to have her first 100K month and some of the things to really pay attention to when you're starting to scale your offer, which means bringing more people in, right, without adding more one-to-one calls on your calendar. So this is a true scalable offer that's going to grow with you. So I hope you enjoy. Callan, introduce yourself. Yeah. Give us give us your amazing lowdown.
1: The lowdown. So I am, how do I explain my, I uh, graduated school and I immediately went to go work in kind of technology automation, CRM implementation. So for those of you that know HubSpot or Salesforce, I was doing that on a big scale with big fortune 5,000 companies. I like anyone, you know, corporate, I was dragging and I had some saved up some money and I knew I wanted to get into real estate. So, I got into land flipping, land investing. I started a business about three years ago with my former financial advisor. So, we own that business 50 50. And then I brought all of my systems and automation energy into that business. And then there were other real estate investors. Um, you know, most of the real estate investors are kind of 40, 50 year old men. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously, they're, they're, some of them are using paper for contracts and they're, kind of a little more antiquated in their systems. So it opened up kind of that sweet spot opportunity for me to start helping them get their systems in order. So it started with the classic one-to-one. My first client was Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. for an hour. I charged him a thousand dollars for 10 sessions. And it was the worst decision I ever made in my life to do Sundays at 9 a.m. Never do that.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: worked our way all the way up to now we have a, um, two group offers and a mastermind. And yeah, hit our first six-figure month in July, hundred and five thousand in revenue, which was absolutely wild. And profit was sixty-two thousand. So I like to say that because, um, yeah, we had to spend money on people and things, and I built this new office out, so that was kind of hard um, to bear into the profits. But a great, I month. love
0: it so much there. And I want to unpack everything there. The one thing we do in our first, um, in our first interview together, we talk a lot about that first season of coaching and consulting where it's kind of, it's janky. You're just figuring it out, doing Sunday yep. morning calls. You know, for me, it was eight o'clock weeknight calls after the kids went to bed. Cause I was working full-time and I do think, yeah, like those decisions you're like, never do that. And also it was just kind of like that stepping stone to the next level. I think it's the most janky, that season of growth. I think is the most janky because you don't really know what you don't know. But I think there's so much glory to that too. There's this like naivety or, or what is it? The the sort of like, you don't, you, you don't even like, there's not a lot to worry about. So you're just like, do the thing. and I think that that's such an important piece. And I think a lot of people want to skip that. And so we talk a lot about that in the first part of that interview. So we won't go too much there, but I want to talk about, first of all, the profitability piece is so huge. I think this is something that I realized I didn't know is that a lot of people have really flashy top line numbers, and that's what you see on the surface, right? And yes, like uh, marketing, it's really great marketing, you know, to demonstrate how much people are making if you are in the business space. But what I learned after kind of peeking behind the curtain of a lot of these High-level leaders is that their profit margins were so tiny, so they had huge top line, but they were spending so much on ads, so much on team, and they had these like beastly machines. So when you think of 100K a hundred k month, what it's what I love that you did this without any prompting. Know that there's also expenses that come with that, which is normal. But yeah. a fifty like a you said sixty two wait yeah. so sixty two out of one hundred
1: five, it's around yeah. a sixty percent profit margin.
0: In, and that's insane, right? Yeah. That's really, really good. Um, You didn't spend money on ads, but like you said, it was a team. So I love that you shared that. So- Let's talk about, uh, first of all, when you kind of going back, you have streamlined this signature offer in phases. And I think that this conversation is going to be helpful for you if you are just getting started, just so you can see kind of what lays ahead. But it's also going to be helpful for, for those of you that feel like, A, you can't get out of the weeds with your clients. I think it's really, really normal to think like, well, my clients need me to get results. Right, or it's like, well, I always oh, I need to be coaching them, or I need to be doing I need to be doing one once for them to get results. I think there's also this conception that like if it's not access to me, it doesn't mean it's high quality or it's high time not worth the money, not worth the same amount. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that, and I, I and for those of you that have that belief or thought, this will help really navigate that. And also, I think this is going to be so inspiring for people that want more simplicity and ease with less and like really seeing that you can create big results with very little, right? I think there's a lot of push of like, you need more followers. You need more email subscribers. You need to do more ads. You need to have a bigger team. And what Callan's demonstrated is that actually don't need all those things. So we'll um, unpack all of that. But I think where this started, this conversation started when you had the realization about five or six months ago, or maybe it was longer. I don't know. I've lost sense of time. Oh yeah. Five, I would say six months. is like the idea that actually your clients, because you were doing one-to-one, but then you were like, would yeah, people want? you implemented the group and then it was like, well, would people want that? Would people want to be on a group call? <laughs> um, and I think that huge, was the first step. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So the original offer, I mean, the original offer was me just doing it one-to-one. They would share their screen and I would tell them what to do. And I did that with probably 10 clients and that was last summer and I almost died, but I learned how to do it. Then I was like, I can't do this in a one-to-one way. Like I can, I can do one, one one-to-one meeting, maybe two one-to-one meetings, but I need to get a group. So then, or I need to help. So then it kind of shifted to Ashley, who is my right hand. She is uh, my integrator. Um, I'd been training her probably for the last year and a half. She's kind of been like shadowing me, troubleshooting things. So she kind of knew, but she was really nervous to take those calls from me. She's like, I won't ever do it as well as you. I don't know if we talk Enneagrams on here, but for those of Mm -hmm. you that know the personality test Enneagram, she's a one. So she, that means that her biggest fear is not doing something right. So her inner child is always saying, you're never going to do it. You're never going to do it great. You're never going to do it good. So I needed to really lean into her and be like, it might be a total bust who cares who cares and i'll maybe i'll be there in the background so she started taking some meetings which was just huge for her confidence seeing some success of course she needed to come to me like i don't know how to handle this that's totally fine i'll toss a loom video their way we don't need to get on a call so that was a big hump so she would start taking some of those one to ones but it wasn't really solving the problem of scale we're still just solving it with more hours and more yes. people and I needed her to be doing more high-level things, you know, not just doing the one-to-one coaching. So then we switched to a model where we did a one-to-one meeting with the client, and then they all came in for three group sessions. So we did a kickoff with the group, we did an integration call with the group, and a follow-up call with the group. And we were doing that every month. So three big group calls. And that was a huge win for me. I was like, oh my God, I just need to do these three big calls once a month, and we're good. Okay, well then that got old. Yeah, <laughs> that got yeah. old really quickly. Teaching the same thing, you know, three and it, you know it goes ninety minutes. And when we're coaching, you guys know it's like you give everything. Mm-hmm. And so if I have one of these coaching calls on my books, I am not doing anything creative that day. Like that takes so much from me. Like I need to protect myself more. So then now we switched, thanks to the help of Kinsey, we have we have a fully recorded. Thinkific program. So that's all recorded videos, very organized, everything super detailed, every resource and guide they could ever need. They could honestly take that and be successful on their own and their team could be successful. But then we include, now we have office hours every other Thursday. So it's kind of a rolling enrollment. They come in, they start the course. I have an email sequence from the day they start the course, they get an email day one, day three, day seven, day 14, day 30, day 60, day 90. They're in for six months. so It's very regimented. And then every other Thursday at noon, we have office hours. They come in, they get their questions answered. And if they need us, our program is $10,000. If they need us, just ask. We'll jump yeah. in. We'll jump on a quick call. We'll do a loom video, whatever they need. And This has allowed us to scale basically beyond our wildest dreams. We, now we can take okay. as many people as we want.
0: Yes. So a couple of things there. I know people are already thinking, first of all, can you just give like a quick summary of what you're off, like what you're helping them do? Yes.
1: So this specific program, so land investors, this specific niche is very old school with their marketing. Most people are sending mailers. They're sending letters to people that own land saying, Hey, I'd love to buy your property. I have now introduced this program where I teach them start to finish, mostly their team. How do we start texting people to see if they're interested in selling their property? It's quicker, it's faster, it's cheaper. We can get a faster response. Within an hour, I can pull a list, get their phone numbers and start texting. The big things, though is now we have to manage data. Now we have to track who responded and who didn't. And who should I send my letters to? I have to train the VA. So this whole program is like, you don't have to worry about anything. White glove, we write your templates for you. We get your systems totally set up to work with the texting tools. So when you have a hot lead, it goes right into your CRM. I talked about this a lot with land investors. Most of those guys on the calls and, and girls could do this on their own. It would just take them a year or two to really dial in their full strategy, or they can pay me. And within three to six months, they're fully dialed in rocking and rolling.
0: So good. Yes. And so I love that. And it's super niche. And I think that is something I think a reminder too, because a lot of, um, and I think we all have this resistance. You know, I think we've even had this conversation with you. You could do what you're doing for a larger Roofers, set.
1: Roofers, contractors, yes. chiropractors. And I yeah. think
0: there's been that desire there, We, you know, going back and forth, but like really staying niche and knowing that you have, you can get more out of your current niche has served you so well. And I think this is just a reminder for those people that are resisting niching down. Callan is like such a good example of what, You can do with that smaller niche so i love that i love that the other thing is that i think there's uh this uh, this idea that i need to decrease my price if i add in if it's not one-to-one or if i'm not doing it for them and what you've done is you kept the quality of your service there you wanted it to remain the same right as if you were doing it for them by adding in these other elements so that you could scale. And I think that's what, and that's what you guys are hearing in this phased approach and like what she's added to that. And I love that you really went from, it's like, I'm going to do it for you. I'm going to do it with you to then really adding in this curriculum piece. And I think that that is really like, that is the ticket to scalability and it's not about just giving people curriculum and having them figure it out on your own. This isn't creating a course and selling it for, you know, a thousand dollars and saying, figure it out on your own. Now there's a time and a place for that. But in this instance, if you want to maintain that high touch, high service, high end, what Callan has done is added the curriculum and the sniff test is there is could they take this curriculum and get results on their own? is this curriculum that good? And then, right, you add in these other components to make sure they're getting the support they need. They do have, because if they're having issues with their tech or uploading the things that they need to, they can still ask those questions and get that support. Is that correct?
1: 100%. Yeah, full support via a Slack channel. I probably will move it um, to a different community at some point, like a circle or member up. Uh, Just doesn't give as much as I need. But yeah, giving them a place to put a loom video. I say, record a loom video. If you have any issues, any problems, including your VAs, a lot of these guys use VAs from overseas. And if they have problems, it doesn't need to come through the land investor. Every single person on their team can be involved in this course and we'll support everybody.
0: Mm, So good. And so now the course has actually been given more leverage for your clients.
1: Yeah. Because now they can pass that
0: on, right? It's literally for, it's almost for the VA.
1: Because the, realistically, the land investor isn't going to be pulling the list and importing it and responding to the to the seller lead. So I have broken it down. Just like I've trained my Filipino VAs. I am training in that course so that the land investor doesn't have to. Do yeah, it.
0: so good. So I, I already know that people are thinking like, oh, I could never sell something that's $10,000. So um, I can't make it to 100K a month. So even if you don't have a $10,000 uh, program, that's fine. That's not really the message here. I think the core message is that you have maintained the quality of your program, um kept that high-end price, and now you have the infrastructure to scale you. But I would love for you to talk about the mindset from, because you did, you used to charge $1,000 for 10 sessions to selling a 10 K program. So what was the journey there? Like, what was that? How did you have to think about, how did you have to think differently? Or what are some things that you considered in making that transition? Knowing that obviously it was a journey.
1: It was the simplest thing, client results.
0: Oh, so good. So it was they're, dealing... oh Yeah, They're
1: making a million dollars and making even a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, I just did a hundred K deal. Like, well, shit. I should be charging 20% of your profit that you're making in the next six months. 10K is a steal. Yes. steal if you're making 50K over the next six, even 50K. That's like barely making it in this world. If you're making 50K over the next six months, you invested 10K to make 50K. You bring that to any financial investor on Wall Street. Hey, should I invest 10K to make 50? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not even a question. Not even a question. And then I I tell them if they don't make 20,000 in their first 12 months, I give them their money back. I've never had anyone come to me for a refund, but that offer stands. Now I have expectations. You have to send 5,000 texts a month. You have to have a follow-up sequence. You have to maintain your CRM. You have to have a VA working for you doing the texting. I have expectations around that. But of course, if someone came and it was like, this didn't work and they were doing all those things, a, I'd probably sit down with them and work through a solution, but B, of course, you know, that, that offer stands. So I feel yeah. really comfortable, but don't get me wrong. I, we talk about this all the time. I still get a pit in my stomach and tight chest when I have to tell them it's 10 K, 10 K. Of yeah. course I sit here all confident. Like yeah, of course it's 10 K, but that's not the reality. When I'm on a sales call with somebody, I still get really nervous about it, but I just have to remember deep down the results the clients are getting.
0: Yeah. And you, what you just listed of like, they have this, they have that. These are the expectations. How did you come to that? How, like, that sounds like client filters to me. Like, you know, exactly who is best for your program. For sure. Um, and how did you get to that?
1: By having the, not the right people doing the wrong things.
0: (laughs) Yes. Are you kidding? I can
1: list right now the three people that I should have never allowed to come in the program. But of course, when someone's Telling you they'll pay you $10,000. I'm the salesperson, which is a problem. I need to have a salesperson that's vetting for. Yes, that's next. Yeah, that's next. <laughs> but of course, I'm a sales girl. I'm like, yeah, we can help you. Of course, we can, but that's they're not right. They've only done two deals. So what happens when a hundred leads come into their inbox? You think they're mm-hmm. they have the cash to buy the land? You think they know how to vet a piece of property, how to comp it? No, they have no idea what to do. So all the things I'm doing aren't. They just, they aren't there yet. So A, I've had to be picky about who I bring into the program. And honestly, on the sales call, like say, I don't know if you're ready for this, mm-hmm. which is a very attractive thing for a client on a sales call for you to yes. put up some boundaries. I'm not just going to take anyone in this program. Like I have, I have boundaries. Second is expectations of activity. I can teach you all of this, but if you don't pull your weight, this is for nothing and mm. honestly, even me, even you, Kinsey, we talk about this all the time. We're about to hire a freaking accountability coach mm-hmm. for thousands and thousands of dollars. Why? Because I want to be told what to do and I want someone to watch me. And mm. that is 99% of my clients are just like, are you going to be like watching my system? Hell yeah. I mean, logging into your environment, looking at what you're doing, making sure you're on track, holding you accountable. As entrepreneurs, we don't have managers. We don't have anyone telling us what to do each day, monitoring our task list, make sure we're getting things done. So that's another reason why they're paying the money because they know they want to see the results and they know they're going to need eyes.
0: That's so good. And I think it can be so, um, I think in your earlier part, uh, in the earlier seasons of, you know, being a coach or consultant, you don't know yet who your perfect client is. And you do have to learn those lessons the hardest way, It's so painful. It is so painful. But if you don't learn from that, which is what I see people do is they keep um, accepting unfit clients because they need the money. It actually hurts them in the longer run, right? Because you're spending, you're either spending more time with those clients. They don't want to talk negatively
1: about the program because it didn't work.
0: Yes. So really, and I, I tell, I say this all the time, like uh, accepting an unfit client can be a really huge detriment to your business. And so really a lot of, a lot of women here, even through evergreen launch experience have clarity on who their perfect client is. It's not that it's more of the discipline of saying no to the person that isn't when they're literally ready to give you money. And that really is that when you think of like next level of growth it's the discipline. It's saying no, because there's going to be lots of opportunities. You've had so many, your clients are asking you literally telling you to create these other programs and products because they want this from you. And this, there's so much opportunity. It's not about not having enough of it. It's actually about narrowing the discipline and the focus. What has that been like for you? Oh my God. Because this is this offer Callan has been your thing, like for years, how many years now? Two years. Yes. So you, and you have been just like, uh, relentless with mastering it, perfecting it. And like, yes, it's probably you. we get bored by it. And you've been, you know, you've, you've, you've been, t- you've been tempted yeah. to like create other offers but you've been so disciplined in that. Tell, tell us about that.
1: I mean, part of it is I just, I know how much it took for me to be so good at this. I'm like, Oh my God. You know, it's just, it is a lot looking at this new thing, but I knew there was more juice to squeeze out of this. Like mm-hmm. I I knew deep down, yes, I'm teaching the same thing over and over again, but I am creating clients for life with this program Okay. they go through this program anything in the future i put out i know they're going to buy it because they trust me implicitly i put my heart and soul into this ashley's put her heart and soul into this we will go above and beyond to make sure people are successful so i know when i'm ready to turn that thing on which i did turn on the ringless voicemail course which is just yeah. another type of lead gen yeah that a lot of my past launch control clients came in and i mean i've told ashley this a lot I would rather have two hundred clients that pay me ten thousand dollars a year than two thousand clients mm-hmm. that pay me a thousand dollars a year.
0: Yeah, yes, it's
1: because I have eight hundred people in my CRM. Yeah, and I'll do seven hundred fifty thousand in revenue minimum this year.
0: That's and- so good. And you like- have, and also you have, I think, like less than. I, because I know that like followers and email subscribers are like all the rage right I think you have less than what 2,000 followers on Instagram. Um,
1: oh yeah I barely yeah. I mean yeah and so high school friends. Uh,
0: yeah so <laughs> you you've been a master at your trade you've been perfecting this one signature offer making it so good that people get results and also now they're telling their friends let's talk about the marketing piece. Cause this was something yeah. too, that was a little bit of a sticking point for you. It was like, you had the leads trickling in, but really wanted something a little bit more consistent for you or reliable. And so this is when you started to implement the masterclass process. Can yeah. you talk about how people were hearing from you before, how you're getting your clients and your leads then, and yeah. what that first masterclass was oh like? Oh my
1: God. The first masterclass. <laughs> I mean, going from not doing any marketing, I was getting all of my leads from being featured on real estate investing podcasts. There's one major one called RE Tipster, Seth Williams. He's amazing. He featured me just, I mean, just getting my name out there. That was an instant credibility for all these folks. So on that podcast though, I said, I'm willing to anyone that wants to talk to me, go to my website and I'll give you 20 minutes of my time, 20 minute discovery meeting. I had so many meetings and, you know, of course someone would be like, Oh my God, I can't believe you wasted all that time. But because it's me doing that consulting call, I was able to build so much trust with all these people. So they got into my marketing drips after that. I didn't want to rely on other people's audiences. So I came to Kinsey. I'm like, what do I do? So we talked about doing a, I can't remember my first one was, I think it was the ringless voicemail master mm-hmm. first one. Yeah and creating basically, you know, a webinar masterclass, however you want to call it, where I deliver value and bring the heat, bring great information. I had, so we we built the sequence. So it's kind of, you kind of have to build the sequence around marketing it. So why do people (laughs) want to come getting people to RSVP on my CRM side? I'm using keep uh, for all this marketing for the landing pages. I'm Megan asked a question in the chat um, mm. for the text system I'm using for real estate investors. It's called launch control. But for most of you guys, I think like a keep or there's, some, there's you know even text add-ons for um, ConvertKit and things like that um, that you could use for texting. So we started working on kind of the sequence of just getting people to come. So having people RSVP. And then my big thing was leading up to the event, they were getting emails and texts reminding them of the event. And little value adds. So, hey, if you come at the very end, I'm going to give you XYZ thing, making sure they came. I had a, I think it was a 72% show rate of the people that RSVP'd actually showing up because of all those reminders. Five minutes before they got a text and an email with the link, encouraging them to turn their video on, all the things. So we had the masterclass. Uh, It was great. I think I had about 80 people there. And out of that, I had seven signups for my ringless voicemail course which is basically a curriculum with six weeks of live office hours, about 4,500 bucks a piece. And then from there, we started doing the launch control masterclass. My first one was an absolute, it was fine. I had a lot of people there. I just, the flow was not right. I didn't know exactly what the agenda should be. So now we're doing another one in October where I'm redoing my flow more to like a VSL flow. and Yeah. even better
0: I love but that's the thing is I think Kellen you're so awesome this like this is what I find in my best clients too is you just do it you just like it's never no matter how much I could prepare anybody the first second even third times they're just gonna feel janky it's doing something different um you're you're doing you're just like multitasking you're doing all these up you know so, yeah. but you just do it. And this is what you do. And Action. I remember even like all the little tweaks, even in uh, adjusting the program and like the scalability around it, you're just so willing. You're just like, I don't know if this, like this, I don't know, this feels a little scary, but I'm going to try it and yeah. you just do it. And you learn yeah. from that. You, and that's you're really trusting the
1: process. your feeling around it. Like originally we pulled out the the template writing, like the actual text templates. And we typically write about 20 templates custom for them and get all their templates in there. We pulled it out of the offer. And I came back and we were talking with Ashley. One of our values is it's me, Ashley, and Maddie. And we want to bring a very feminine, nurturing, kind of a motherly energy to our clients because a lot of this real estate investor got kind of a hardcore and like very you know, bro energy, which is great sometimes, but in this world, I just want to hold their hand and that template piece is holding their hand. And I realized that I don't want to pull that out. I don't know what it's going to take. I got to make the offer more expensive. I don't know, but we need that piece. It's just like a really a core value for us, but I didn't know how I would feel until we pulled it and realized that we're kind of leaving them hanging Mm. on their own. Templates and I would rather have a more expensive offer than an offer that doesn't fully give the white glove experience because that's yeah.
0: So, so you've been it's just like testing and like really watching and yeah. what I love most about you guys is that you it yes like you are very driven about the success of your company and where you're going, but you're also very driven by the results of your clients. And everything you do is with that thought, okay, how do I scale my income and impact um, while also protecting, right, the quality of the the services that I provide? And I, and again, you're such a good example. Like you could have both, you can have what you want and your clients can have what they want and it can be a really beautiful match. Um, Can you, and I want to circle back to about something you said when I asked about, how do you justify, how did you move into selling something that's 10 K and obviously the example of the results you provide for people. And I already know what some people are thinking is like, well, I don't have an RO, like, I can't give a money ROI. I'm not a business. I don't offer something that's in the business or money-making space. Um, and most of our clients actually don't, it's either, you know, health, we have a lot of health coaches, life coaches, relationship coaches, Can you talk a a little bit about that? Because you are, I think also what I love about you is you embody the way that you purchase and how you place a value on things is also very in line with how you price and package um, and position your offers. When you have like, so give, I would love for you to share an example of like some things that you, you invest in. Like, uh, what do you spend top dollar for? Because I know, you don't. Know, it's not just, you know, making money. Yeah. What do you like? What do you spend top dollar for?
1: Yeah. Well, we just spent, I don't know how much was it all in to go to LA for our master, for our master, yeah. like 6k for knowledge.
0: Knowledge. Yes. And also you you spend so much money. You invest in your health.
1: Oh yeah. We can talk about that. I am a, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Peter Atiyah, P-E-T Peter, and then is A-T-T-I-A. If you're not familiar with him, just look look him up on YouTube. He's just really changed my outlook on the importance of health and the importance of maintaining muscle mass as we age and, and working as hard as we can right now to not just live a long time. It's not just longevity. It's about health span. I want to be 80 years old, golfing, playing tennis, working out, running around with my grandkids. And that is so important to me. Also, I want to feel great because I want to come and I want to deliver a message like this and feel hundred percent. I don't want brain yes. fog. I don't want to feel yes. crappy. Like I just don't want, I don't want to. And yes, yeah. I know I will every once in a while. And that's normal. But if I can mitigate against that, that's giving me more efficiency. That's giving me more productivity, which is you know, I guess you could say is not necessarily going to lead to more money. I hope I think it will for me, but yes. it's just going to live lead to more happiness and more joyful yeah. moments. So everything from yeah, I spent five thousand dollars on a cold plunge. Yes, it, for
0: you to say that it increases
1: oh. dopamine by 250%. Yeah. If I told you that I would give you a pill. That (laughs) increases dopamine by 250%. Would you pay $5,000 for it? And you just got a whole lifetime amount of those pills? You would do it in a heartbeat. Yes, Yes, being cold is very uncomfortable. I don't like it. I never want to do it, but I like the way that I feel and I'm addicted to the way that I feel. And it's worth $5,000. I pay for uh, strength training. I pay for my gym. I pay for a red light machine because that. Improves mitochondria, which is the powerhouse of the cells, which increases your energy okay. levels. This is, was, Cal-
0: look into Callan's other products. Yes, twelve hundred dollars for brain. that. I'll probably be buying a
1: TMF mat for grounding to mimic yeah. being outside in the winter. I have no problem spending money on that because how long are we on this earth? I'm 32. Okay. I'm being lucky to live the next 60 years. That's not a long time. When I'm those next 60 years, I want to feel great. I'm not going to feel great every day, but hopefully 95% of my days, I'm feeling amazing. Yes.
0: Yes. And so it's just, I just want to like reiterate the fact that even if you're not in the money-making space, there are people paying for things to better their life. And this is the importance of really dialing in that premium client of yours. And if I hear a lot, well, like I could I could never charge that because I can't give an ROI. Well, you're looking at the wrong ROI. Like how can you demonstrate the ROI, right? In the health, in the life, in the relationships of your premium client. And again, Callen's a great example of somebody who invests, not just in things that make her money, but things that make her feel good in her body, in her health, in the longevity of her life, your relationships. Like this is so important. And when you anchor to that and you're convicted in that, I know that I can, help somebody feel better. And it's worth way more than 10,000 or way more than 5,000. People feel that from you and they're convicted too about it. And that's when they start investing. So I'm so glad we went on that little tangent because I already know people have that objection of like, well, I can't charge premium price because I'm not in the money-making space, but I'm telling you, there are people spending so much money on everything else from, you know, travel to relationships, to the things they put in their body, to uh, cold pledges, like, and beyond experiences.
1: Think about like, if a client's having a hard time too, it's like, what would you pay if you were woke up Were if you were waking up every day, not feeling well, if you did not have vitality, you didn't have energy, maybe your relationship is suffering, your marriage is suffering because you aren't you don't have that energy level that you used to. What would you pay to get out of that? Yeah. If you're in that, there's not really even a price. Yeah. What is you know that's that's priceless. Yeah. It's just it's hard when you know if someone's when someone's in that type of pain. Bringing that idea of like, hey, I can I can improve your mental well being, your physical well being. Like you have to trust yes. me, and there's gonna be work to be done. It's not even about price at that point.
0: Yeah. No. So good. Okay. So let's, that was a little tangent, but that was so important. Also, I want to circle back to your, the last masterclass you did. So you had noted, and if you guys have questions, we can wrap up. You can pop your questions below if you have anything to ask Callen um, while we have her amazing brain on with us. One of the things you said, the, so the second masterclass you did was super janky. You're going to do it again, but I loved what happened uh, just about a month or no. A day ago, a month ago, I don't know. It all feels the same. Um, when so you had the, you did the masterclass live, but I think what happened is you sent out the replay, and then somebody like watched the replay and joined without or enrolled without. Oh my god! A sales call,
1: you guys. This was life changing. So Kinsey and I spent a weekend together in LA about three weeks ago. And Kinsey was really explaining this evergreen mentality, <laughs> evergreen philosophy. I've never even heard of that. I'm like evergreen Christmas trees. That is all I know about evergreen trees. and the little tree that goes in the car air freshener that I hate. So yeah. this deadly, idea like, that people will buy something from you without ever having a sales call is completely foreign to me because I have been in sales my whole life. So she started explaining like, Hey, you know, you dial in this masterclass, you get this masterclass behind usually a form, right? They give me their first name, their last name, they download something or they, I give them something and then they get to watch the masterclass. That's, that's their reward. Okay. They watch the masterclass. They learn all about the program. Why I'm great. Why our clients have seen so much success, all the things. And then they can, they can just buy it without meeting with me. I'm like that. Seems unbelievably not possible. Well, the last night of our trip to LA, after talking about all this and learning about it and setting and talking about how this is possible, I had my first one ever. Tom, shout out to you, Tom, changed my life. We love you, Thanks. Tom. I'm, w- I'm in bed and I look at my email and it's like, Tom, go, Tom, I say, Tom just paid you $10,000. I've never met him in my life, don't know who he is. He, I sent him the replay. He watched the master class. He did a bunch of research. I have two testimonial videos on my landing page. He watched both of those, and then he just bought it. I'm like, oh, what? My God, so good. So once you feel it, you're like, holy crap! Like this is what it's all about. Like I could have all this amazing content recorded, capturing people's information, giving them this amazing training at two in the morning, whatever. I don't care what time it is. You, whatever you want. It doesn't have to be me live coaching it. That was a huge game changer. And I'm not expecting people to not want to meet, but maybe it's a 10, 15 minute call versus an hour long call where I'm explaining everything to them. So exhausting. It's yes. more of a, what questions do you have? Or maybe it's a Loom video that I could respond with. So
0: yes, unbelievable. Yes. And because this one's been big for you. It's just like Gabby. Oh yes. Allie will include the, her socials in the chat. Uh, because you really desire to have more of that creative space. Also just space to like (laughs) do fun things like sauna and cold plunge. And sales calls were the next thing to evaluate because it was, you know, first all the one-to-one calls and like all the consulting and things like that. And then starting to look at how do I get more of that A, reliability and predictability in leads and clients, but also not do so many sales calls. And so that's the, I think what happened for you is just having those assets in place that were converting, but you had to do it live first. And also noting that, you have done your fair share of sales calls. So, you know, your person, you oh, know, who yeah. you want, you know, who you don't want. And that re- is reflected in those assets you created in the, in the masterclass you run in the, in the um, promo sequences you run, like that's reflected there. And I think that has served you well because Tom, probably felt like you were talking right to him. And he was like, this is exactly what I need. And he didn't need to get on the phone with you. It was like, why? And which is great. Some people don't. They're like, I know I want this. They just are ready to pay. So why make them wait? And I think that's what that demonstrated for you. And I'm so glad that happened because I think it is harder to believe, especially for even a $10,000 offer. Like, well, what? Like that can't happen. Yeah.
1: And I I do think you kind of just said it. There's not really a shortcut to this. Mm-hmm. You can't just start a consulting company and immediately turn an evergreen. To this, on. you really do need to, at least five clients where, yeah, it sucks. It's a Friday afternoon and you're meeting with your client at three o'clock and your kids are outside playing and you can see them through the window. You have to do that in the beginning or else you don't know what the masterclass should even say. Yeah. Oh, exactly. What this masterclass should say. I don't know what it should say for my new offers. <laughs> I have to keep going with meeting with people and figure out what worked and get their you know opinions and surveys back on what you, like, you like what you like what what didn't you like what was missing, but now that I have gotten to this point, I am really excited so about good potential
0: oh my gosh, okay, we're gonna wrap up just in real quickly. Give us like what is the vision you have for your business? What's next for you?
1: I want to Help my clients beyond just lead generation. That's what I have been doing. I want to further the journey of helping them uh, with their mindset. And you, you can already probably tell how passionate I am about optimizing your health and your schedules and time management and just your mental well being. Because uh, if you're not healthy and fully available mentally, what does it matter if I generate 100 leads? for your business. Mm-hmm. It starts with the foundation. So I'm um, doing a little bit more foundational coaching and then lead nurturing, kind of bleeding more into setting your systems up, right? Cool. We got a lead. Now, how do we nurture them for five years? So that when they want to sell their land three years from now, we are still in their network. So kind of expanding my uh, my horizon a little yeah. bit on the deliverables. And uh, like I said to you, you know, getting those 200 people that want to pay um, 10K a year to be in and around my circle that's that $2 million business. So we're on our way.
0: So good. Callan, you're amazing. Thank you so much for being here. This was such a fun combo. And I think there's so many things that people can glean from this, from you know the consistency and relentless focus that you put into your signature offer, um, the phases, right? I think it's really hard. It's really easy to get in the mindset of like, well, everything has to be perfect right now, which can yeah. also stall people and delay people. Um, so the phases of how you really started to scale this, how you've allowed yourself to cut back on some of that time. And also what's possible when you have these, assets in place that are nurturing and warming your people up and also giving people what they need when they're ready to buy. I um, had one
1: more thing that I wasn't yes. expecting that you have helped me through is my team was not happy mm, Yeah, with this. Lots of they, resistance. Lots of resistance. Uh, a lot of the fear that I had, they had too. Who's going to pay $10,000 to meet with us? Who's going to pay $10,000 to get supported by us? They pay $10,000 because they're supported by you. All these false narratives, these limiting beliefs that we had, they had even stronger because they were so scared. And it took a lot. It took it, it. was really difficult. There were so many very stressful, strenuous moments. So just be aware that if you have a team and you're changing this fully around, they will put resistance because integrators especially Are scared to change. They, and they're also very tied to, we put so much work around this offer. It's very emotional for them to like rip an offer fully apart. So just be really cognizant. Us visionaries coming in, ripping things apart and having these ideas about efficiency are very jarring for our team. So we took it really slowly. I was very patient. You know, it didn't happen all right away. uh, And I didn't expect it, but honestly, it's, know, that's the part of their personality that is hard for me, but it is the reason why they're in their seats.
0: Yes. So good. Russell Brunson talks about a client of his, Pedro Adeo, who uh, he's the challenge guy. And Russell had made a recommendation in his business model to add <clears> continuity, <throat> but his team wouldn't do it. And so Pedro paid for Russell to come and convince his team that this was the best way. Well, that's what work. I did
1: with you. Yes, <laughs> you came right? in and you're like, "Look, yes. girls, look, ladies." I was like, I, "This is so good." Kinsey's the expert. She's gonna <laughs> tell us what to do. Yes,
0: you sometimes yeah, you need to the t- pay for a third yes. party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the team's job is they're looking out for the customer. And and again, it's that change management. It can be really hard. And um, I've spent over a decade in change management, so I get it. But thank you for putting that in there. I think that's really important. And also such a good sign that you have a good team, that they're they are creating a little bit of resistance for you. So Callan, you're such a beautiful human. Thank you so much for being here. I, there's again, so many things from this conversation, very, uh, very potent. So I love you so much. Thank you for being love you here. Too. Thanks for having me. See you guys. Bye. Hey, you, thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs just like you are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to KinseyMackis.com forward slash community. See you there.